Here we are, Sonder Stories, chapter five. I believe it's five. Might be four. I think it's five. I think it's five. Who knows? Sonder Stories, welcome. Welcome to the Sonder Brewing Studio. This episode's brought to you by Daniel Schmur and his black and gray hat with a record hop on it. Welcome. <laughs> um, you'll have to stay tuned every week, Chase. I saw the look you gave me. One of these podcasts will be sponsored by Chase Legler. Not this one, though. <laughs> so welcome back, everyone. Thanks for those of you that continue to listen uh, to us just be really real with you and have a lot of fun um, just sharing the story of whether it's our beer or our people, uh, just sharing who we are and what makes us uh, what we think is special, and hopefully you do too. Today we're talking about um, one of our top-selling beers a beer that hopefully you all have had a chance to try and that you love. It's um, You Betcha, and it's our New England IPA. It's um, maybe the first New England IPA that Chase Legler was responsible for being commercially brewed. So I'll let you share a little bit about that. Why don't you, why don't you share a little bit about kind of your thoughts on the style overall and... Uh, your your overall perception and, and just just brewing this beer together. Just share a little bit behind that. Before I moved here, uh, Haley and I, my wife and I, uh, came to Cincy to, uh, to basically look at houses to to purchase and find out where we're going to live. And I, I remember pulling up to to Justin's house, and he had like his his neighbors over, and they were grilling out, hanging out. So I get out of the car and walk up, and immediately Justin hands me. A beer, and it's uh, it's street side uh, sup bra. <laughs> I think I said that right. I hope. <laughs> and Justin's like, "Oh man, do you, do you like the Northeast IPA style?" And uh, to be honest with you, I was like, uh, "I don't really, I, I don't really know the style that well." You know, I'm coming from Wisconsin here. All I just, lockers, bro. All lockers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, uh, yeah, I mean, no, to be, to be honest with you, I think they're kind of garbage and, like, it's just a bunch of mistakes um, that a brewer kind of created to, to make this mess of a beer. And he's like, oh, he's just like, he was just so disappointed. And <laughs> I, I go to his fridge, and he literally has, like, 15 different Northeast IPAs <laughs> for me to try. <laughs> So I I totally hurt his feelings. I was like, oh man, um, yeah, I, I I felt horrible. I was like, all right, well, I can you know. So I I made my mission to to uh, to brew a Northeast IPA for for, for my first test batch because uh, I cause I felt bad that I that I hurt Justin's feelings. Um, so then I had to actually kind of research you know what the beer was about because I I never gave it a, a thought. Um, and Justin's like, oh, there's a really good uh, uh, podcast uh, with, I believe, Gnarly Gnome with uh, the guys from Streetside. I was like, all right. So I, I listened to it. It was, it was a great podcast. And I remember listening to this, this guy talk about how, like, Northeast IPAs are super hard to make and a challenge. <laughs> I just remember, like, I was actually driving from Wisconsin to Cincinnati uh, listening to this. So I was just I remember telling myself, like, Phew. Whatever, bro. And 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 that person happened to be uh, Luke. <laughs> so so like a month later, uh, find a place to live. Uh, first brew, Northeast IPA. Uh, wrote the recipe, uh, jammed it out, and it uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, we tweaked it a couple times. 
Luke definitely had his uh, thoughts and inspiration on on the beer for sure. Um, uh, but now, you know, I actually do really like the style. I, I, I get embarrassed when I when I when Justin catches me like drinking it uh, just for pleasure. Um, sometimes we're like, oh, I'm just you know making sure it's tasting all right. But no, I actually I actually really enjoy the style now. Um, so that's kind of how the Northeast IPA, uh, uh, you betcha, uh, came up uh, for Sonder. Is it, is it fair to say maybe, this is going to be hard for you, it's going to taste like vinegar going down, is it fair for you to say maybe it was not as easy as you may have initially thought to brew one that's really, really good? The hard part for me was sending something out to the market that just, just has so much particulate from polyphenols to, to yeast, and just my overall concern of the stability and the shelf life of, of the beer is my is is still to this day my huge concern. And you know we're definitely doing things on our end uh, to make sure that the shelf life is is stable with this product with um, DO levels and uh, allowing a decent logger time for things to kind of drop out of suspension. But yeah, I think it's it's. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty unique style, and I actually enjoy it. Words I, I don't know about you two. I'm looking at Daniel and Luke. I, words I never thought that, that Chase would say, but, man, it feels so good. <laughs> Dan, Daniel, let's go to you. Let's talk a little bit about the, the flavor profile, maybe your thoughts on the style itself, and then, and then what are some things that, that you betcha in particular you think has driven some of its success that makes it a, a successful beer. Yeah, I was in the same boat uh, with Chase for actually quite a bit of time, and in, really until you betcha was up and cranking, I was a pretty big hater on New England IPAs. Uh, I was saying, look, it was a faulty beer. Um, the first time that I saw a, a picture of a uh, of a New England IPA was actually there. There's a brewery here um, a little bit more north of us that uh, does some, some New England IPAs, and somebody showed me a picture. I'm like, that beer is no way that's right. Like, that looks wrong. Like, that, there's no way that's proper. Um, and somebody actually brought me a can by, and uh, as soon as I poured it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, this is going to be trash. It's going to be terrible. It's not going to be good. And I tried, I'm like, you know what, there's actually something to it. Like, it was, like, really fat and juicy and round, uh, but it wasn't really clean, though. Um, so for me, like, acidity is, like, a really pretty pretty important thing for, for most things that you drink because you don't want to be cloying. You want to be refreshing and where you want to go back for it more. So I was a little hesitant for us uh, making a New England IPA a, a forerunner for us. Um, but the way that Chase and Luke came in with this beer is, I think, finds like an equilibrium and a balance uh, to what I think people love in New England IPAs, but also for traditional beer drinkers as well. Because it definitely does have that juicy, rounded, soft, creamy you know, mouthfeel, but there's just enough bitterness that cleans it out. Um, so it's not going to be that straight up viscous fruit bomb across the board. On the nose, it smells like it. It's a tropical fruit cup. It's like mango, papaya, guava, uh, but you get like that nice little bit of dankiness to it, you know, that almost like fresh cut grass. It's beautiful on the nose. And when it hits a palate, you think it's going to be like so sweet up front, but then you just get that nice bitterness that just kind of cleans up towards the end. And at the very end, when you take a breath, I mean, you could still get a little bit of that bitterness at the end, but it just, it finishes, it dissipates. Where I feel like a lot of New Englands around here, um, don't have that cleanliness to it. And I think this one really separates them at a point. Um, and kind of going back into what Chase said about stability of the beer, there's a lot of New England IPAs that I've had uh, from cans that have been maybe about 
you know, a month old and sometimes even less than that. And I've used this term before and I, and I hate to say it, but there's, there's some ones that look like swamp water, you know, when it, when it, when it pours a glass, it's just straight brown. It looks absolutely disgusting. Um, and that's the volatility of this, not volatility, but it just shows the shelf stability of this beer is, can be quite limited. So I know, you know, Chase and Luke have been, you know, hardcore, you know, advocating to make this beer as fresh as we possibly can. And I think the stability of this beer has actually been really good. And I've been thoroughly impressed with how they've been doing it. I, I would definitely agree. And I, let's be clear. There are some other New England IPAs, even in this city, they're very, very good. I don't, I don't want it to be misconstrued that all New England IPAs are terrible. I mean, there's, there's a lot of really good other examples of this style in the market that are very good. One of the things that I like with what you said, Daniel, that, that I completely appreciate and respect on is the the nose on this beer is so tropical. And when you drink it, it doesn't give you that cloying sweetness that you sometimes might get from the style, which I quite like. And, um, and, and to, to you know, the point earlier, there are other examples of this in the market. I, particularly, I mean, I, just off the top of my head, I think Boat Show is a, a fantastic beer. A lot of the examples of what has come out of Streetside, very good. I, I could go on and on about a lot of other really good examples as well. I think, I think there are, are plenty of good examples. But... That said, what I love about You Betcha is this beer, for me, as a, as a consumer of the style that I love, I, I love this style. Chase is exactly right. I would be the first to tell you I, I just love the, the tropicalness of it. I don't particularly love the ones that happen to be incredibly cooling and sweet. But what I love about You Betcha is that I can drink six of these and not feel like I have gut rot or um, any of that feeling where I'm like, man, I just, I just ate an entire bowl of fruit, right? Um, which I've been known to do. Luke, Luke, let's, uh, let's, let's get your perspective. I actually found out a couple of weeks ago we launched a podcast where I may or may not have said that Chase was 100% responsible for you, Betcha. And I thought that he was. Luke may have something to say about that. <laughs> I'd say it was... Uh... One thing I like about this recipe is... Um, <laughs> well, it, it starts it, by buttering Chase up, by the way. <laughs> one thing I love about the recipe, it's even though the, I had a part in it. Without going into the recipe itself, it's very different from a New England recipe that I would have written. Um, in seeing the results and how different it is, is really cool. Um, that's you know something... I'm always used to my way is the way and that's it. And, you know, when it, when it's cool seeing another way and a different technique that, that, that excites me because it, 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 it opens up doors to a lot of different possibilities for other recipes in the future. I'd say with this recipe, um, pretty much all I had help with on is, uh, we, you know, substitute some hops, um, for bitterness reasons. And we added some other things to help soften up the, the beer. Um, but other than that, the, the main one, was uh, this again this was chase's first professional or not professional well yeah professional i guess large batch beer besides five gallons he he wanted to do something different with it because he he hated the color he's like dude this is so gross he's like chase now like <laughs> this is how it's supposed to look he's like no it's not I'm like chase this is a new england it's supposed to look like orange juice <laughs> i remember doing my first new england and uh, a buddy of mine he, he's not here in the states anymore he's over i'm sorry he's in the states he's in washington now he's like <laughs> Was that tank bottoms or something? Like, what is that crap? <laughs> it's like, dude, it's, it's the next big wave. But 
I was like, Chase, it's got to look like this. He's like, nah, nah, nah. You're, you're kidding with me, right? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm 100% serious. He's like, Ugh, okay, well. And so when we were fossing over to the bright tank, Chase was underneath. Chase was by the tank with a flashlight on the sight glass the entire time watching. He's like, I got to make sure no hops go over. I got to make sure no hops go over. I'm like, dude, I mean, like, a few hops going over, it's not a big deal. It's going to be okay. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, it was a quick transfer, but at the end of the day, he was he was there for the entire time, just, like, slowly moving the racking arm, getting all the beer. He's like, nope, done, done, we're done. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I actually hadn't heard that story. That's pretty good. So let's talk about the name a little bit. Um, It's kind of fun. It's obviously no secret. Chase and Haley's background from Wisconsin, and as we're designing uh, our brands and our beer and and what they look like as we launch, we thought it would be really ironic um, if we named the beer that Chase had the most pushback on after chase <laughs> and as we're developing the names for our beer we realized that every time we threw something out to chase even about a beer name hey hey chase what do you think about the name blanc for our, our belgian wit yeah, yeah totally you betcha all right um i'd like to name this beer this and he go yeah you betcha and quickly it was like I feel like we need to name a beer you betcha <laughs> And, and it has developed into this really fun brand all in itself. And it was the first beer that we made T-shirts after. It was the first brand that we truly developed outside of Sonder. And it's, it's been really fun. Um, one of the things I realized during football season was we started getting a lot of Packers fans here. All of a sudden, one Packer fan turned into three, turned into five. I came in one Sunday trying to watch a Colts game, and there were 17 Packers fans in here. I'm like, what the heck's going on here? And it turns out that that's those two words, you betcha, apparently signified that we were from Wisconsin. At least one of us was. Um, but it's been, it's been really fun. I, I love hearing our bar. It's like the word yes has been completely eliminated from my vocabulary, which is awesome. It's like somebody asked for a beer. Yeah, totally, you betcha. And um, it's been really fun. It's, it's a fun homage to you and Haley and, and to where you come from. And, and kudos to you and, I guess, Luke. He definitely he had something to do with it, uh, to making a really good beer and a fun beer. And um, one that I like to think about where we're headed in the future with, not just with this beer, but other beers like it, uh, that, that are just enough of a difference that can be another focal point for us. Uh, but I think it's fair to say that this is a fan favorite. It's one that people seem to like, and I hope they like it more when they hear the story behind it and um, just how the interesting journey of this style has evolved not only for you but for Daniel and, and how the beer has probably changed with Luke being on board. So uh, cheers to you, Betcha. Cheers to you guys. Cheers. And uh, come back next week on Sonder Stories. Cheers. Cheers.